0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby podcast. I am your host, Teresa Reese, and y'all know how we do it. I am going to read a poem from my book of poetry entitled, A Strong-Willed Mind, Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. Tonight's poem is entitled, Pride Got In Our Way. Here we go. Was it hard for me? Why, yes, of course. Bidding farewell to our dreams and then fouling for divorce. Abandoning what we held so dear, forsaking our vows to always be here. Forgetting everything we fought hard for as pride got in our way. We never really took the time to surrender to God's divine will for both our lives, individually and collectively. We didn't pray, we didn't fight the spiritual battle spiritually. Instead, we let our flesh Determine our destiny. There were never... There was never any humbling, repenting, or forgiving. We held a grudge. We told outsiders about us and kept building on nothing with bitter blocks. No foundation, no communication, just wild imaginations And sometimes only talk. Because we blocked God out. I didn't understand then, but I understand now that we really didn't consider our vows. Until death do us part, through the good and the bad, forsaking all others, that's what we said But we didn't truly grasp the concept of what that meant. Or maybe we did, but could have cared less. Because pride got in the way. I don't regret the vows I took. But I do regret not counting the cost way up. Before I took those vows, had we truly done so back then... Maybe we'd still be married now, but I have accepted where I faulted and I have laid it all on the altar. And if by chance I ever marry again, I'll be sure to marry for all of the right reasons and not let our pride get in the way. So I hope that y'all have had the most amazing evening, morning, afternoon, whenever it is that you hear this episode and I promise you I will not be before you long but I wanted to talk about pride because when I look at a lot of mistakes that I've made over my life, I understand that pride played a very very big role and why it is certain relationships did not flourish, why it is that certain relationships came to an abrupt end and why it is that I allow pride to even have a place in my mind in my heart in my actions and deeds. And I believe part of it was that I did not understand that I was operating in pride. Some of those times, I didn't recognize it until after it was far too late. So I'll give you an example. There was a gentleman who had my heart. And I mean, he truly, truly had my heart. There was nothing on this planet that I would not have done for him. As a matter of fact, this particular gentleman keeps visiting me in my dreams, and he's still alive, but I've been having a lot of dreams about him. So that's one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about pride getting in the way is because he is one of the people that I allowed my pride to get in the way But I remember that I was so hell-bent on having the final say. I was so hell-bent on proving him wrong. I was so hell-bent on just being difficult. (laughs) So very difficult. That my pride got in the way. So this young man asked me to be his wife not once but i believe a couple of times it might have even been 3 times but the last time that he asked me to be his wife he begged me to be his wife he begged me and told me that he would be willing to go to the courthouse that i believe we were we were in a little spat and It may have been on a Saturday. And he was like, I will marry you on Monday. We can go to the courthouse. We can get married, be my wife. I need you to be my wife. And I don't know if I was watching way too many movies. I don't know what in the world (laughs) was going on in my head. I don't know if he had made me mad to the point that I was just like, no, just to be difficult. Part of me though, really truly believes when I look back is that I did it because at that time, I knew I could. But what I did not know is that that would be the final time that he would ever, ever in this lifetime or the next ask me to be his wife. How devastated I was. And I mean extremely devastated. I cried for days. Every time I would see him in public, my heart ached all over again because I allowed pride to get in our way. He wanted me to be his wife. He wanted me to be his wife. And the words that came out of my mouth to him were, don't you know if it is meant for us to be together, then we'll be together the one that ended up eating those very words and so not too long ago I saw him again he was by himself we were attending an event and when we attended this event I put my game face on honey I made sure that I smiled I greeted him we were kind to one another I even shared some art that I had been working on, and he complimented me on that. We had a very cordial encounter. But how I responded after that encounter revealed to me the scar that was left from me allowing pride to get in the way. I thought the tears, the internal tears, The entire time I was in his presence, I pretended like I was better without him. I pretended as if my life was fulfilled without him. But there was a question mark, and I mean a gigantic question mark, of what would my life had been had I said yes When he asked me to be his wife. And although I can only speculate. Deep down inside. I feel as if we could have weathered any storm together. Deep down inside. I feel that a lot of the issues that I had. Would have eventually resolved themselves. Because he would have aided me in those arenas but I allowed pride to get in the way when I finally got to myself I grieved in front of one of my children like never. And I'm talking about that deep down rooted soul, heart, soul felt grief where it's like you've been holding that cry in for a century and a day. I'm talking about that cry that even after you're finished crying or you think you're finished crying, your soul is like, "Ooh, but you forgot this. And then you do that. All of that came from within Because although I said the words, don't you know if it is meant for us to be together, we'll be together. My mouth said the opposite of what my heart truly felt. And my heart felt as if I could not operate without him being a very intricate part of my life. And instead of me operating in the boldness to confess what I truly felt in my heart, I allow pride to get in the way. It's something about pride. When you're operating in it, (laughs) you have this false reality where it appears that it's truly on your side. As if it is a confidence, but it's a false confidence because it's short-lived. It's in that moment where you feel like, yeah, I said it, yeah, I did it, yeah, hear me roar. But on the opposite of that is weeping. Pride comes before a fall. And I wept and I wept. And I weeped and I wept because that particular person had a part of my heart that no one on the face of this earth had ever been able to capture. Nor has anyone been able to capture it since. And maybe that's the reason why. He's been visiting me in my dreams is because I never truly gained complete and total closure to the point that there are moments when I may hear his name that my heart still aches. My heart still breaks because I allow pride to get in our way. It's a sad reality, one that I am learning to cope with, one that I may never, ever, 150% heal from. And it's something that I'll have to live with. I've come to terms with that. I've come to terms with acknowledging where it is that I've allowed pride to get in the way. I've come to terms with the fact that the one person who may have really truly meant the words, will you be my wife, that I said no to more than once. I've come to terms with the choices that I've made that some of them I truly did live to regret. And not telling him yes on that particular day is something that I regret but i'm okay with that because now i'm at a point that if being acquainted is as far as his heart will allow him to go with me if being acquainted is as far as my heart will allow him me to go with him that is something that i will not let pride get in the way of God's will be done on earth as it is in heaven this was my reality and I hope that if for any reason you have ever encountered a situation where you have allowed pride to get in the way I hope that you are allotted an opportunity to make your wrong right because I have learned through trial and error that I would rather be wrong than lose Mr. Right. I hope this episode encourages someone. I'm going to read a letter to my future hubby. Here it goes. It is dated August the 17th, 2021. Dear future hubby, one thing I've learned over time is that it is extremely hard for me to depend on other people for anything. In fact, I often say, if I want it done, I must do it myself. However, did you know this is also, it can also be interpreted as pride. Did you know that? And according to the scripture, pride comes before a fall. Well, the last thing I want to do is fall. So I've been trying to figure out exactly where this train of thinking derived from. Most of us have a hard time addressing the root. However, In order to heal, this is necessary. Although I know that it can be extremely difficult. But I don't need to be led by pride. As this is not power. It's a matter of control. And I understand that it's not necessary for me to control everything. I must surrender this part of myself to God. So that he can have his perfect work within me, and in order for my steps to truly be ordered by him and according to his word. This new journey has shed so much light on the hidden areas and the dark places in my mind. In my heart, in my body, in my soul, in my life. But what I'm starting to understand is that it is necessary to shed light on those dark and hidden places. It's necessary to know where we have been broken. Why we do the things that we do. Why we respond the way that we do. Because if we have hidden biases, we need to know. Especially if we desire to become a better person. And I desire to become a better person, a better human being. I desire to know all of the things that I've kept hidden for years, for decades. I desire to be purged from the things that have kept me bound mentally, emotionally, spiritually so that I can truly, truly, truly be free. I hope you do too. I love you love Teresa so I hope that you all have the most amazing morning evening afternoon whenever it is that you hear this episode I hope that if you have related to anything that I've shared with you on this day that you are moved to do a self-inventory where you are able to see, where have I allowed pride to get in my way? Where have I allowed pride to manifest in my relationships with self, with God, with the people that I hold near and dear to my heart? What is holding me back from being able to truly Forgive this person or that person or forgive myself. What is keeping me from being able to take ownership of my actions? Why am I allowing pride to get in the way? Remember, pride comes before a fall. Please do me a huge favor and take care of yourself because there is only one you. Signing out, your girl, Teresa. Y'all have a blessed one. Bye. Hello, everyone. And welcome to the Dear Future Hubby Podcast. I am your host, Teresa Reese. And y'all know how we do it. I am going to read a poem from my book of poetry entitled... A strong willed mind, healing scars over time through my poetry. And tonight's poem is entitled, He'll Fix It. God cares too much for me to keep my heart hurting. So he awakened me early this morning. He asked, What's on your mind, my love? As if he didn't know. I'm so confused, I answered. Then the tears began to flow. They fell nonstop for quite some time. And as I kept on crying, he led me gently to my Bible. So I read a few scriptures Some really touched my heart. One of them reminded me of my unborn son. I had so many unanswered questions. Why did he suddenly leave me? Why couldn't he stay? The memories were still fresh to me and at times myself I blamed. I turned the pages of my Bible once again, searching for some answers, wanting the pain to end. I shut my eyes briefly and a feeling of peace came over me. Yes, I was still hurting, but the pain began to ease as I accepted this reality. Of losing my baby sometimes I'd see him in a dream then when I'd wake up my heart would start aching other times I just feel empty this is when I would pray to God quietly I may not understand it all but I know it'll be okay I trust he'll fix it in the end and I believe that my unborn son is in a much better place. So I hope that y'all have had the most amazing evening, morning, afternoon, whenever it is that you have heard or when you hear this episode. Um, I have had a very interesting morning. And I'm really pretty much at a point that I just accept moment by moment, mainly because I'm grateful to still be alive. So where I used to complain about being up in the wee hours of the morning because I just had to get a certain amount of sleep, I find it just a little bit ironic that now I'd rather be up than sleep. Because I'm enjoying the fact that I'm still here. The things that we don't even know that we're taking for granted at times. The people that we don't even know that we're taking for granted sometimes. The blessings that we don't even realize that we're taking for granted at times. We have... For the most part, maybe not all of us, but I do believe the majority of us have been guilty of taking people for granted. And so when I literally was just reflecting, just reflecting, I received a text message just out of the blue. We had talked earlier. I call him big bro. <laughs> we, had t- we had spoken with each other earlier. And you ever have those people that are in your life that you start off with maybe having them cross your mind. And because of past experiences, you begin to learn, if this person crosses my mind, I need to pick up the phone and call. Texting just ain't going to do it. And so, actually, that's what it was. So, it wasn't that he crossed my mind like that. It was that he actually sent me a message. And I just happened to look down at my phone. And so, when I looked at my phone, he was like, sis, I need you to pray. And as soon as he said that, what I've learned also is that when people say they want you to pray for them, they don't necessarily want you to just say, oh, okay, I got you. Sometimes that's their unction to let you know, I need you to pray like right now, right now. And so when I got the message, that's exactly what I did, but I called him. And so when he answered the phone, he's, I just love the way, I just love the way my big bro says my name. I kid you not. It is so endearing. It is so beautiful the way he he says my name. And he says with a little accent, even though he don't have no accent. (laughs) And so when he says it, I know that I am going to receive his undivided attention. If I'm talking to him for five minutes, if I'm talking to him for 30 minutes, It don't matter when or how long it is I'm talking to him. I'm going to give my big bros undivided attention. And so I love it. I just love it. I love conversing with him. We actually met at a job that we um, were on. And then we just formed this bond. And so I adopted him as my big bro. And this is years, I mean, many years ago. Um, He's the godfather of my 23-year-old. So that ought to tell you something. And so um, so he ended up as we were, you know, conversing, he was like, you know, asking me, how was I doing? And I was like, I called you to pray. And so he was like, Oh, okay. I was trying to get myself together, hold on. <laughs> and so I gave him his one minute to get himself together so that he could be, you know, ready for the prayer. So as we prayed, something shifted. So we went from me praying for him to him praying for me. And it brought me to tears. And I mean, it brought me to tears. So I had to get myself together (laughs) before it was time for me to clock in on my job. But the fact that I was calling to encourage him. And he turned around and encouraged me. I was like, okay, Lord. The residue from his prayers carried me through the entire day until now, the morning. (laughs) And so he ended up sending me a message just a few minutes ago. And the words that were spoken over my life, the things that he said... See, sometimes you may not know. You may feel as if, thats I guess that's a better way to put it. Sometimes you may feel as if when you are in a relationship that you are the only one gaining blessings by having that individual in your life. Not realizing that when you are in a real relationship, when you have a true relationship with someone, there should be reciprocation. So as you feel that you're being blessed by them being in your life, they should also feel blessed by having you in their life. And so as I read the words that he wrote about me to me, I cried all over again. (laughs) I was like, here you go again. You're making me cry again. But I believe it's necessary. I believe that it is necessary for you to have people that can refill your cup. Because if you are naturally a person that is a giver, if you are naturally a person that is concerned about the well-being of others. See, my profession... I'm concerned about the people because I genuinely love people. I genuinely want the best for people. And so whenever you are, and I do that, whether it's a profession or not, which is what is really, really funny to me. And I said, well, Lord, it must really be who I am because it's one thing for you to go to a job and to do a certain task for the sake of a salary. It's another thing to do a job or create a job where you're doing not necessarily the same exact thing, but within the same arena. And so I find myself serving people even in my part time job (laughs) and I find joy in serving people even in my part time job. And so I've come to realize that that is something that I'm just extremely passionate about. And I don't know where it stems from. I don't know if that's something that was blessed, like I was blessed to have, or if what I've been through in my life caused a change in the trajectory of my life and made me want to treat people how I want to be treated. Some people will catch that. And so I literally have just, I guess, created an atmosphere unconsciously where I am serving people. Where I am, in a sense, making sure that their well-being mentally, emotionally, financially, making sure that they're okay, guiding them in the right direction, helping them. And so on my other, the other thing that I do, it's all about helping them to feel beautiful. Helping them like and I just, I just it's something about edification. It's something about edifying others that gives me joy. There's it's something about Bringing out the best in others that brings me joy. It's something about reminding others how important they are and what role they play in my life and why that role is so important. Because it's so easy to take people for granted. And I guess because of the way this world is set up. At this time in our lives, I'm starting to realize that that's the one thing I don't want to do is take people for granted. So I watched this movie and I had made plans the nerve of me. I had made plans to try to go to bed, y'all, before 10 o'clock Central Standard Time on tonight that did not happen just so you know I mean that was my intention I took a I took a bath early like real early I, I just and all I did I'm not even gonna lie I soaked in that I soaked like I soaked soaked because I want it's like I made a bubble bath y'all and I have not made a bubble bath and I don't know how long but it's been a minute I normally shower like 99% of the time but We had a busted water heater for the past, what, I think it's been a week. And yes, cold showers are okay. But honey, I was missing that hot water. I was missing that hot water. So what I decided to do was soak in the freaking tub today and just enjoy that hot water. And when I tell you. I was like Lord. I could probably go to sleep in this bathtub. But you know. I'm not trying to do that. Even though I didn't have it so high. That something could have happened. I Anything could happen. And, you know freak accidents happen all the time. So I wasn't going to take that gamble. But the thought really did cross my mind. Eh, I could really go to sleep right now Lord. <laughs> I'm very grateful that I didn't. But I really enjoyed my bubble bath. Okay so I digress. So. After that, there's an actual movie. It's, 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 it was good, y'all. It was, it was good. And it, I'm going to tell you the name and they're not paying me to advertise. And some of y'all going to be like, girl, you don't ever supposed to be talking about nothing else unless they're going to pay you to advertise. But I'm going to spell it. Y'all figure it out. <laughs> um, the name of the movie. It's called, I'm not going to spell it, I'm playing with y'all. The name of the movie is called Vivo. Look it up. When I tell you, all I kept hearing when I was watching that movie, all I kept hearing was live. The message in the movie, all I kept getting from it is live. Live. Live now. Don't wait for the what-ifs to manifest. Don't wait for the possibility to manifest. Don't wait for the... um. What is the one thing that people always say? Don't wait for the, the potential to come. Be in the now. Operate in the now. Live in the now. And maybe that's the reason why I've started going to bed later. I love my rest, don't get me wrong. But maybe it's because I'm now getting to a point that I wanna reflect on my day. I never did that before. I never used to do that. I would just take my days for granted. But so much has happened within the past year that has caused me to realize We can't take the simplest things for granted. Running water, hot or cold water, transportation, the ability to breathe, the ability to touch, the ability to smell, the ability to hear, the ability to laugh, the ability to feel. Don't take people for granted. Don't take your life for granted. Don't take the. There's so much that we take for granted, like, seriously. There's people. And see, this is the hardest thing. This is one of the hardest realities that I had ever heard or faced. And it was when I heard there is someone on this planet that would love to trade places with you. When I heard that, I was like, Choppy, ain't ain't uh, what? No, uh-uh. The minute I give them a preview of what the hell I done been through, they'll be like, no, I'm good. I'll take that person's life, but no, I'm a pass on hers. I had the hardest time believing what I was hearing. I was like, there's no way, there is just no way that anybody would ever want to trade places with me. And then I thought about it and I was like, you know, there are people. Who have not had a home, a roof over their head in years. There are people that have worn their soles of their shoes out because they've worn the same pair of shoes for years. There are people that have never been able to enjoy running water Not only just not only to drink, but to wash their hair, to wash their face, and it be clean running water. There's a lot in this world to be grateful for, and yet there's a lot that we take for granted. So much is happening around us right now. I've been saying it and I so mean it. I can't call it. I can't call it. It's so much that's happening and it's happening so quickly in literally the blink of an eye. Don't take people for granted. Don't even take yourself for granted. When you look in the mirror embrace your freckles honey I know it took me a while for me to and yes some of y'all cause some of y'all don't know what I look like and I know it's a lot of people talking about Teresa when are you gonna go live on Instagram or Facebook or y'all I feel like I am always in front of somebody's camera this was a way for me to be able to speak my truth in love But at the same time, take away the whole, we got to see you, we got to see you, we got to see you. So I'm sorry. I mean, eventually I probably will start doing the videos. But I just feel like this is like my haven. This is where I truly get to use my voice unapologetically I'm not having to worry about this. Worry but girl, your hair better be right. Cause you know, no, nah, I don't get those type of problems. But you know what? When you open up those doors, it's a whole lot of other stuff that starts to take place. So yeah, I have to wait on God. But it's just there's a lot that we take for granted. Don't take yourself for granted. Don't take your health for granted. Don't take your peace for granted. Like, you need to guard your peace. Truly guard your peace. Because peace really is priceless. My daughter made a comment to me the other day. And I didn't even realize. Like, you know, I spend time with. I spend a lot of quality time with her. But what I also do. And I just started doing it. I just started becoming selfish. So... I now migrated my room. I've created my room. I've made my room a haven for myself. I've made it to where on one end, it I, it looks like I'm in a cabin. On the other end, well, I guess technically this looks like a cabin too, but <laughs> just two different versions, I guess. So my office is looking like a dip, one version of a cabin. And then my bedroom, which is really the bedroom, um, is looking like, a cabin as well. But I did that because. When I think of cabins. I think of nature. And when I think of nature. That's one of my favorite places to be. But the way COVID-19 is set up. So what I did. I had to create. The atmosphere. That I desired. In order for me to have. A place of Zen. Peace. Peace serenity to where when I knew that and then I also because I'm looking right up at them right now I, I have painted in the past and I do paint every once in a while and what I'm noticing is that I have surrounded myself I have one portrait or um sorry one painting canvas that I painted where the young lady's eyes are closed and it has authentic It's a t-shirt I actually created that it had authentic on the front of it. And so for, um, that's part of my apparel line. And so she is wearing a crown that has authentic, the name, you know, the word authentic on it. Then I'm looking at another canvas where I drew a cute little bridge with a beautiful fall tree. And you see the leaves falling from the tree into the pond. And a rainbow is in the background. So every time that I look past my computer, what I see is peace. Something that represents serenity. Next to that can so I pretty much have this whole little section like an art section that i look out to whenever i'm in my office and i have a bridge i live in in austin texas so i have this bridge and in the background of that you see it over this beautiful beautiful lake and then far far off you see a bird flying these beautiful green well trees whatever you know when all of them kind of mesh together there's that and then in the sunset it looks like a beautiful rainbow and then next to that is a lady in her red bottom heels honey I painted this and it says order my steps and so between being authentic And asking God to order my steps. I'm seeking peace. That's something that I try to do every day. So even when I'm in a hostile environment. I always go for peace. Because your peace is priceless. Even if I'm dealing with a combative child. Because you know these teenagers are something else to... I still go for peace. And so they were telling me, she was telling me, she was like, Mom, you're in your room a lot. And I was like, because I'm not doing it to hide from y'all. I've just found my peace. I've just found my peace. And so that's where I'm at in my life. I spend time with them, I do for them, and then they know when I'm in my room, it's just like, I mean, you know, the door is always open, I'm always available, but at the same time, I could be taking a nap, I could be reading a book, I could be prepping for a presentation, but this is my this is my piece. Have you created space for yourself? Have you created an area where you can migrate to when the world seems to be going stir crazy? Have, do you have a place in your mind? Do you have a place in your heart where you could steal the way for a moment and just quiet the storm, quiet the noise, where you could just be at peace? Do you have a moment where you just can hear the waterfall or hear the fireplace something that calms you? I was watching this movie as you can tell. I love movies, so there was this one movie where man, that movie was something else I think I was telling I was telling my customers the wrong <laughs> I was telling them the wrong name of the movie. My bad I have to correct it. I'll have to correct that, but um. In the movie, the lady, two different women, for two different reasons, were placing their hands on this man's chest because he had an issue with anxiety. And when they did that, every time that they did that, he calmed all the way down. You might not have that person. That can lay their hand on your chest. To calm you down. But if. You have a hand. Then you can actually place your hand. On your chest. And when you place your hand on your chest. You can be the one. To quiet your storm. You can be that person. And. That's just something to think about. Don't take yourself for granted either. Don't take your health for granted. Don't take your peace of mind for granted. If you don't have a peace of mind, honey, try to figure out a way to get it because it is imperative, especially in this season (laughs) with everything happening. If you've been impacted by COVID-19, which I believe everyone on this planet has been impacted in some way, form, or fashion. Be encouraged. Trust me when I tell you, I know that this is not easy. One of the hardest things to fight are those dangers that are unseen. Those, Those are the hardest battles. Well, you can't see where it's coming from North, east, south or west Where you just look up and it's like Bam So I'm going to share with y'all What has transpired To the point that <laughs> To the point That I was just like Lord I don't even know what to say about this anymore so it started off as soon as I signed a new lease my AC unit went out they brought us a temporary unit for a week they replaced the new AC unit Three days later, it went out again. Now, they said it was new, but it went out again. So, they had to come back. They fixed it. A few days after that, the water heater breaks. So, they have to drain the water heater. Next thing we know... Our floor is flooded. (laughs) So then they had to come and take all of that stuff up under the carpet. All of this is happening. And I'm still having to work. And I'm still having to make sure that I am present for my children. And I'm still having to make sure that I'm present for myself. While I have all these different people coming in my house for literally almost two weeks. Different faces. So it got to the point, I mean, I feel like I know the maintenance men now. But it got to the point that I literally was telling them, y'all need to wear uniforms. Because it's been so many of y'all talking about maintenance. Some of y'all had paperwork, some of y'all didn't. How was I going to know any different? And I made it a point to remain positive. I did not take, what I could have done is taken my frustration out on the situation. We have laughed, they have testified, I have testified. Every single person that has entered this home has left with a smile on their faces. Every single person. Because even though I didn't understand why all of a sudden these things were happening in my home. Could it have been that they were necessary to happen in my home for someone who needed just one more word of encouragement? For someone who needed just one more smile? We don't understand how contagious smiles are. If you're constantly surrounded by grouchy people, if you're constantly surrounded by haters, if you're constantly surrounded by negativity, a smile to a person, if the only atmosphere that they know is negative, can feel like receiving a million dollars. That's the best scenario I can give you. But it can really, fee- it's priceless to them. you know. Well, I guess if I said a million dollars, it's no longer priceless. But y'all get what I'm saying. <laughs> but it is something that we take for granted. So I got to the point and it was so funny because I told one of the maintenance people, I said, I'm beginning to think that this is something supernatural because all of these instances taking place are like one thing after the other. It's just weird. He said, no, it's not supernatural. Well, then guess what? That night that he said, no, it's not supernatural. My cabinet broke. So when he showed up as a courtesy, he went ahead and fixed the cabinet. And then the next day he had to do the water heater. So when he was taking the water, I heard I'm upstairs. I hear a thump, thump. And I was like, are you okay? So then I go downstairs because I'm just like, oh, my God, this man, Lord, Lord. (laughs) If these people ain't got no paperwork, they coming in fixing stuff. And now I hear a thump. Did he, what has happened? He was like, I didn't realize that the water heater was as heavy as it was. And so it slipped. He's like, yeah, I kind of cut myself, but, and I'm just like, Lord, Lord. Lord, so my neighbors, I had to check on them to make sure he checked on them to make sure we both checking on them to make sure that they're good because it's already traumatizing or it can be traumatizing to be in your bed and water is falling on your head while you sleep because the place upstairs, which is our place, there's a leak because the water heater busted. So he fixed my cabinet for me as a courtesy. After he fixed the cabinet, he tells me, Now, this is, and I said, Lord, everything happens for a reason. And I have not allowed my emotions to get to me. I've just been, we've just been going through this. Me and the kids just been going through it. It's been something. And so he tells me as he's putting the cabinet back up, he said, That entire cabinet, was about to fall. So the two of the cabinets had fallen, but he was saying the whole strip of the cabinet was about to fall. So he had to put more nails in it and he had to secure it. So as he's telling me this, I'm looking at him. And after we talked about the water heater, he said, now I, I know I told you the other day that there was nothing supernatural going on, but after what just happened, yeah, I'm starting to think maybe there is something supernatural. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking so too. But I do my best to stay focused on the promises of my Abba Father. So I don't know why what has transpired is transpiring. I've just been making sure that I don't take my blessings for granted. The fact that we have a roof over our heads okay it's a it's a I guess it's an old older property than what we knew but we still have a roof over our heads yeah we had to take cold showers but I ain't even gonna lie I was like huh I could probably get used to these cold showers because it wasn't as cold as we thought it was going to be don't take your situation for granted. Oh, just don't. Be grateful for your hot water if you have it. Be grateful for your cold water if you have it. Be grateful for water if you have it. And if it's clean and pure, be grateful because who? It could always be worse. It could always be worse. So be grateful. This is going to conclude my episode on this evening. However, before I conclude, I wanted to read a letter to my future hubby. And here it goes. It is dated August the 19th, 2021. Dear future hubby, don't apologize. Let me repeat myself. Don't apologize. Do you realize how long it has taken for me to begin to see myself the way God sees me? The funny part is, all that he has allowed me to see thus far has been in parts. However, it hits your heart a little different once you get a taste of that true unconditional love. Like the kind of unconditional love when you have a spat with your teenager and five minutes later y'all are conversing like y'all are the best of friends. When you realize there is absolutely no amount of wrong your child can do to you that would ever make you turn your back on him or her. Don't apologize for realizing your worth in God. He truly does care about the things that concern you. He is such a loving God. Have you ever had those moments when you were overwhelmed with emotions because all you did was take a few minutes out of your day to think on his mercy his grace his kindness his love his protection his sense of humor his peace his comfort His joy, his guidance, his forgiveness, his reassurance, his confidence, his omnipresence, his vengeance on your behalf, his serenity on every level. It will have you crying tears of joy When you simply take a moment to think on those things that are good. Those things that are of virtue. Those those things that are of good report. Those things that be praiseworthy. Those things that are of meekness. When you start to think on those things. God's goodness is such a beautiful thing. From the breath in your lungs to the roof over your head, someone is fighting your battles. Don't apologize. Allow God to have his perfect work and way in your life. I love you. Love, Teresa. So this is going to conclude my episode on this evening, morning, afternoon, whenever it is that you hear it. But please do me a huge favor and take care of yourselves because there is only one you. Signing out, your girl, Teresa. Y'all have a blessed one. Bye.